And welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining us. You know, it's been getting harder and harder for businesses to hire workers lately. Now that many COVID restrictions are being lifted and life is kind of getting back to normal, workplaces are struggling to hire employees to meet rising demands. But, of course, the pandemic isn't really over yet, and there are a lot of prospective workers who have public health concerns, and they just don't necessarily feel all that comfortable to get back out into the workforce just yet. And for some, the pandemic pause provided a chance for maybe some clarity around the kind of work that they want to be doing or the level of compensation people think they deserve for their time. Some employers have taken this apprehension as a sign that unemployment benefits are too rich and that they can't hire anybody because people are getting paid to stay home. 22 states, in fact, have gone as far as ending federal pandemic unemployment benefits to try to incentivize job searches, try to get people back to work. That's where we want to begin the conversation today, and I really want to hear from you as we dig into this. Are you somebody who is collecting unemployment benefits and maybe putting off the idea of going back to work or thinking of changing careers altogether? And tell me what it would take for you to want to go back to the workforce if you don't. Hiring managers and business owners, I want to hear from you too. How hard is it? to get workers right now to fill the jobs that uh, are opening up and in some cases increasing because there's all this pent-up demand from the pandemic uh, that is now being unleashed in our economy. People want to get out there and spend money and do things, but you need staff in your business uh, to make sure all of that can happen. As always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, uh, put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to work you into the conversation that way. I also want to hear from people who have just kind of rethought the whole idea of work during the pandemic? Did that break from getting in the car every morning, driving to work, staying there all day and going back home? Did that break make you think differently about the whole concept of work? Did it make you reframe your life around the idea of work? Uh, And maybe you're just not ready to go back, maybe ever, to that nine to five office job that you had before. I'd love to hear how people are thinking about that, and how they're trying to put it to work in their lives. So again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. And we're going to start this conversation uh, with labor economist and associate professor at the University of Minnesota Carlson School of Management, Aaron Sojourner. Aaron, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the reasons that businesses are having a hard time filling all these open positions right now? Yeah, I think the first order thing is still public health concerns. So a lot of workers, um, you know, have been on the sidelines, uh, you know, trying to preserve their own health, their family's health, their neighbor's health. And although the caseloads have gone down a lot, it's still... Uh, vaccinations are still just, you know, becoming widespread. So like in Michigan, 
uh, you know, people under age 50 became eligible just on April 5th. And, you know, most, and even around the country, uh, only about 40% uh, of working age Americans are two weeks past their final dose. So the, the majority of people still aren't vaccinated uh, fully. So I think public health concerns and, you know, concerns for your family and your own health are still top of mind for a lot of people. And hope the good news is I think that should be changing quickly, like over the next couple months, that should be getting better. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, that's a temporary condition, I suppose, given that more and more people will become vaccinated, and I guess more and more people will become comfortable. But but give us an idea of of how big a role some of these other factors are playing, the, yeah. the idea of people uh, saying, I, I just don't want to go back to the, the work I was doing before or the circumstances of the work that I was doing. Yeah. I, so I think there's, so that issue is, is, I don't know, it's hard to get your arms around it in a, in a systematic way. It's, you know, you can, it's not well measured, uh, but I think it's definitely true that a lot has changed in people's lives and a lot has changed in the way business is done over the last, you know, since the pandemic started. And, you know, going in before the pandemic, we had a lot of teams that were functioning very well, being productive, but then the pandemic just smashed their business models and broke the teams apart. And now it takes a while to find a new place uh, in the labor market. It, it takes a while for workers to evaluate potential opportunities and to assess, you know, how trustworthy does this employer seem? They're making me these promises, you know, but I don't know them. And on the other side, for employers looking at workers, trying to make the same calculation, uh, you know, they had a good team in place. They were just adding, you know, a person here and there before, but now they're sort of reforming whole teams and it's, um, you know, it's hard to to know exactly uh, who's going to make up the best best team and where to find those good folks. So, so as I said in the open, you've got some business owners saying that it's unemployment benefits that are causing some people not to go back to work. That the benefits are so good that they they actually might make more uh, by staying on uh, unemployment, especially if they have. Uh, children and childcare issues, those kind of things, um, uh, and that uh, until you get rid of the, these enhancements to, to unemployment benefits that came about because of the pandemic, that you're just not going to attract people back to work. How how true is that, and and what effect does that have uh, on the on the economic recovery? So it. You know, it makes sense on its face that for people on unemployment, um, if the payments for uh, being staying home are higher than they would otherwise be, that option is more attractive. Um, and that might allow people to search longer, be pickier, you know, uh, attend to home responsibilities, care responsibilities, uh, instead of rushing back to work. Uh, at the first offer that's made. Um, but, you know, that argument held also last year when there were a series of studies done 
there are you know five or six independent studies done last year and a couple this year, earlier in the year, that looked at this question of how much are these enhanced benefits affecting job search. And they really found very small um, effects then. So it's not obvious how, you know, if, if you know, the current environment is different than it was last year, it, it's changing, you know, even compared to March or April now. So I believe that they, there is some effect there, but I think it's not the most important effect. Um, maybe in certain pockets of the labor market and, and particularly low wage uh, parts of the labor market, uh, the, the impact's probably bigger. Um, but you know, as a policy matter, I would focus on getting the vaccinations widespread, getting people comfortable with the um, vaccine. There's a lot of folks who don't understand how safe and effective they are. And, um, you know, that's that's an area to make a lot of progress. The unemployment insurance benefits, it's going to, um, as, as you get closer to the end, you know, that incentive diminishes. Um, you know, so we're, we're only a few months away from the end of those benefits for everybody. And, you know, you, you can't time it too closely, you want to find something. So um, a couple hundred extra dollars a month, or, or sorry, a couple hundred dollars a week uh, compared to a permanent job, you know, that's, uh, people understand they need they need permanent income. Once mm -hmm. those benefits go away, you know, you, you, you need to be able to take care of your family. I'm talking with uh, Aaron Sojourner. He's a labor economist and an associate professor at the Carlson School of Management at the University of Minnesota. We're talking about the hiring climate right now, uh, all the jobs that are open and available now that we're kind of winding down uh, the restricting the restrictions of the pandemic. But uh, businesses are having a hard time filling those positions. Uh, lots mm -hmm. of people not going back to work uh, quite yet. We're talking about why that's happening, what effect it's having on the economy, and what some of the solutions might be. We especially want to hear from you during this conversation. Are you somebody who is a little hesitant to go back to the job you had before the pandemic uh, started? Are you someone who is concerned about the, the public health implications, for instance, uh, of going back to, to work, uh, even though uh, we are seeing more and more people get vaccinated. Uh, there's a lot of folks who are still quite hesitant about the idea of uh, interacting quite the way that you do at work uh, with people nowadays. Um, also, give us a call and let us know if you're somebody who just has really th rethought the whole idea of work uh, during the pandemic. Are you somebody who found another sort of purpose in life than the job you had before and don't plan to go back uh, to work. Uh, also give us a call and let us know if uh, unemployment benefits are one of the things that uh, is motivating you to sort of stay out of the labor force for now, uh, maybe go back uh, some other time because we have these enhancements to uh, unemployment benefits in so, so many states. Uh, as always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to Facebook and Twitter and put comments there, and uh, we'll work you into the conversation. Uh, also, if you are someone who is hesitant about going back to work, 
Give us an idea of what would be the tipping point for you. What would have to happen? Uh, what, what might you be offered, for instance, uh, that would get you to, to say, well, I will go back to, to the job I had before or at least the, uh, the, the industry that you were working in before? As, again, as always, the number is 313-577-1019. I want to read a couple of uh, social media comments we've already got. Brian on Twitter says, can we talk about the construction workers who are now being laid off because of the chronic supply shortages, uh, because manufacturers don't have enough workers to staff their plants. The problem is literally building on itself. Uh, Aaron, that is a really great question, and it it gets to, to the effect on the economy uh, from other sort of pandemic-related uh, issues, one of them, of course, being this massive su- supply chain disruption. Uh, we've also seen that raise prices uh, quite a bit in the construction uh, industry. Um, what 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 is uh, what's going on there, and how does that play into this larger question of people going back uh, to work the, the the construction industry? Yeah, I think it's a it's a good point, and it, it is. Uh, it makes you realize how complicated the economy is and how, um, you know, we really do, everybody's livelihood really does depend on a, on everyone else's. Um, it, it, these, I think, are temporary shocks that, you know, we're going to smooth our way through eventually, but they are painful right now. And they are, they do affect people, um, you know, trying to do business, trying to make a living. Um, trying to, you know, get the services they want. Um, again, like the first order fundamental issue, I think, is the the public health. And if you can, that's the thing that caused the crisis. And that's the path out of the crisis is to um, tackle the, the public health issues first. Um, there's a lot of when you have big disruption, there's a lot of adjustments that need to happen. There's not a lot that we can do, you know, necessarily to um, at a central level to control that. That's just something everybody has to like find their partners and make the economy work as best they can for them. Yeah. Um, but I think we've done a the you know the the federal government has done a very good job providing support. Uh, above and beyond what we did in past recessions uh, that helped households get through, that helped small businesses get through. Um, I think it's actually been a really successful, uh, you know, there's there's pain, no doubt, and there's huge loss um, in many fronts. But uh, I think as a community, as a country, we, we uh, stood up for each other and supported each other. Uh, and this could have gone much, much worse, much uh, more bad, much worse. And um, so there are bumps and it sucks for people who are affected. And I feel for the construction workers who are are struggling with that. Um, But I think these blips will get worked out. uh, And the best way is to confront the public health issues. Um, Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation about uh, the labor market, uh, all of the jobs that are available and uh, people 
not really rushing to take them. We will also continue to hear from you. Call and tell us uh, where you are on what's happening in the labor market. Are you someone who's sitting it out for now, maybe because of public health reasons, maybe because you're just rethinking the whole idea of work? Uh, or are you somebody who is eager to get back uh, to work and uh, back to the, your, your old uh, job? As always, again, 313-577-1019 is the number here on the phones. You can also go to Facebook and Twitter and put comments there. We'll try to work you into the conversation. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Uh, my guest is Aaron Sojourner. He's a labor economist and an associate professor at the Carlson School of Management at the University of Minnesota. We're talking about the labor shortage uh, that is unfolding as we come back from uh, the pandemic. Uh, lots of pent-up demand is, uh, is really heating up the economy right now. Uh, but employers are having a hard time finding workers to fill all the jobs uh, to meet that demand. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this uh, conversation as well. What's going on in uh, your work life? Are you still not back to work because you choose not to go? Uh, are you someone who is rethinking the whole idea of work because of the pandemic? Are you somebody who thinks that, at least for now, uh, the unemployment benefits, the enhancements to unemployment benefits uh, are, are better than going back uh, to work. Uh, also, give us a call if you're a business owner. Uh, what kind of trouble are you having finding people to fill jobs to meet all this new demand? Uh, are you expanding the number of jobs in your business but not being able to fill uh, the positions very well? Uh, we'd love to hear what's going on on that side of the equation as well. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to Facebook and Twitter, put comments there, and uh, we'll work you in the conversation. Jeff on Twitter says, a lot of the lower-wage workers that many of these businesses relied on have gone on to other jobs. Who wants to wash dishes in a restaurant for $9 an hour when Amazon starting pay is $15 an hour. That's a really interesting uh, dynamic as well, Aaron, this idea that because the economy has heated up so much, uh, people who were in low-wage jobs before may now be able to make more money in, in other jobs, and that leaves, of course, uh, their old jobs open. How big a part of what we're seeing uh, is, is probably attributable to that? Yeah, I, I do think this idea that people took, there were big reallocations. So like, again, uh, businesses, some businesses closed, cut their teams loose. And, you know, other businesses were able to function during the pandemic, you know, more Amazon's a good example. Uh, you know, their business model was really strong during the pandemic. So they needed to bring on a lot of people, but uh, while restaurants were closing, you know, um, so people have reallocated towards, you know, pandemic profitable enterprises and away from, uh, pandemic hurt, uh, enterprises. 
and it's going to take some time to like, as we get back to normal or some kind of new normal, um, you know, people are, we are, we are seeing people reallocate back. We're seeing some quits. We're seeing uh, more turnover, uh, people leaving jobs now that they have uh, ab above historical levels uh, and presumably like taking new opportunities. Um, so there's just a lot of adjustment happening in the, in the labor market and the economy right now. And these things are not, you know, econ 101 where everything just adjusts instantly and smoothly. These are, these are really human processes that take time uh, to work. People have to learn about each other. People have to find each other. Uh, people have to trust each other. And um, those things take time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the phones here. Uh, Mark in Redford Township. Mark, welcome to the show. Good morning. Hi. Thank you, guest. Um, Hi. I'm, reti I'm retired, but um, the job I had in custodial trades uh, came with a uh, health risk and you know sanitation issues. So I could see why uh, people would not want to get back into that position as well. I went back to school part-time while I was working get a master's in history and I like to find something part-time teaching but my experience is limited in that but my position formerly before I retired was um, in in a, in a workplace where sanitation issues were were the um, were the, the rule so Hmm. Uh, so, so uh, Mark, that's a really interesting. Uh, that's a really interesting perspective uh, on this. I mean, uh, and again, this idea that uh, the pause in work gives you a chance to think of things differently uh, is something that I think uh, is happening to a, a lot of people. I especially like the point your your point about uh, you know going back to school. Uh, uh, which I think some people during the pandemic have, have thought, well, you know, maybe this is a time to be able to, uh, you know, enhance my skills so that I can, I can make more money in a, in a different job. And, and that gets to the, the sort of reshuffling you were talking about, Aaron, that, that some of this might just be about people moving, moving on, uh, moving on from where they were. Yeah, I think a big cost usually of going to school is that you have to give up your job or at least reduce your hours a lot. And so during the pandemic, a lot of people <laughs> didn't have the option to work uh, as much as they wanted. So it made going back to school, building your skills, getting training, you know, more attractive than usual. It's a good time to do that because you, you know, your earning opportunities are weaker. So I, I do think that we're going to see that that happened. Um, to some extent. On the other hand, you know, a lot of people were cash constrained and, um, you know, that makes it harder to finance that kind of thing. But um, yeah, no, I think it definitely we are going to see a new, a lot of people in new roles uh, compared to where they were mm -hmm. uh, pre-pandemic. And, and what about the, the, the role that wages themselves play in in all of this uh you know one way to get people or more people to want to work for you is to offer more money or offer better better benefits yeah. uh, how yeah. many businesses will have to to at least think about that to to get things going well i think most most will and um i think 
this is a, this is a big issue. So I think a lot of these concerns about labor shortages, you can make more sense if you think about them as wage shortages. So a lot of companies would, you know, they have some staff and they pay them sort of what they've been paying them. Uh, maybe they've given them a little bit of a boost, but you also see companies like taking away hero pay and things like that, sort of coming back to normal, uh, the pre-pandemic pay levels. And, you know, they would love to hire more people at that pay level. They would be delighted to expand as long as they can keep wages in check. Or even if they could hire a new person at a higher wage, maybe, but keep their incumbent workers at the same wage, they'd be happy to do that. But the reality is that if you bring on a new person at a higher wage, you know, the people who are there already feel like they're being underappreciated and they want to get a raise too. And so bringing on somebody new at a higher wage because of this internal equity concern, you know, can cause people to quit, can, you know, reduce morale. And so it's not as simple as just raise wages for the new person. It also, you know, can cut into employers' profits because they have to give raises to everybody else too. And so a lot of employers say, oh, I'm posting a job, you know, um, but they're not willing to bid up wages to be competitive with other firms uh, because they do have this concern about eroding profits if they have to give raises to their incumbent workers as well. Okay, yeah, Aaron Sojourner of the University of Minnesota. It was really great to have you here for this conversation with us uh, on Detroit Today. Thanks so much for joining. Yeah, thank you. It's great. Have a great day. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have a conversation with a familiar voice on Detroit Today. Congresswoman Debbie Dingell is going to join to talk about all the things that are going on in Washington, D.C. Stay with us for more Detroit Today. Detroit Today.